Fantasy Paul is ready and willing. Not here, captive. I'm not ready or willing, but I'm here. And I think, oof, I think showing up is half the battle, something. I'm not sure of the math. It feels like 98.5% of the battle. (laughs) It's, It's some portion of the battle. Yeah. Well, I think 38 seconds after we finished yesterday's podcast, the EU came out and said, hey, Microsoft, go spend... Uh, the seventy billion dollars. Just make sure you use enough dump trucks, and we, t- we accept singles and euro mm. coins, and just sure. And then the UK issued a tweet. I'm going to paraphrase, but it said, <laughs> "Well, see, the problem is the the UK CMA broke the first rule, which is just never tweet. Like that was there was I, nothing that was yeah. ever no, going to come positive out of what nothing they said. to say. So, uh, as expected, the EU said, "Microsoft, you can do this." They did put some uh, rem- or they did agree to the remedies, I guess, as they are called. Mm-hmm where Microsoft is going to have to do certain things, such as making all of their titles available on other Which, cloud streaming way, platforms. As... It was interesting, too, that the EU primarily focused on cloud, cloud gaming. Yeah, that's true. I, I The uh, the primary communication from Microsoft during all of this was literally, we want to make sure these games get out to as many people as possible. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, this is entirely in keeping with their whole point. And, um, you know, that's, uh, and speaking of points, I mean, this is the point of the antitrust um regulators and their investigations which mm-hmm. is to get concessions and, and make sure this deal is fair for everyone you know um the notion that microsoft couldn't do the exact same thing uh, in the uk and solve that problem is mm-hmm. ludicrous but of course they're just going to dig in because yeah idiots yep it's too bad but uh yeah so that's going to go through at least in the it can go through in the eu i should say mm-hmm. and uh, also interesting yesterday i think it was Maybe Bloomberg who reported it, but the EU is now starting to casually probe Azure for yeah. uncompetitive or anti-competitive We need better practices. better terms for these things. Uh, well, uh, maybe it's just because I'm used to the way things are in the United States. Uh, in, in the United States, there would be some reg- some regulatory body would investigate, you know, formally. Mm-hmm. Um, well, no, there's a, there's a phase where I'm sure they reach out to impacted parties to see if there's yeah. anything there. They seek documentation and whatnot, and then isn't they investigate formally, right? And then they charge that company or not with whatever the charge is, and um, they might settle. They might go to court, and that's the you know whatever. In the U in the EU, it's always it's it's always really vague. It's like um, we're investigating, mm-hmm. uh, you know, casually, like you said. It's like we're just asking questions. You know, they investigate, they announce an investigation, and then it's it's not really a set of charges. They're just like, hey, this is what we found. Like you're. You're yeah. just guilty of this, <laughs> you know. Like, it's kind of, it's just it's it's probably just semantics. It's probably just different wording. But of course, the other issue with the EU is that everything happens at a very glacial pace. Right. So we'll find out the result of that. Probe, years from whatever now. you want. Twenty thirty seven, twenty thirty eight. Years from like, now, it'll be a while. Uh, it's more likely that Microsoft, given the regulatory climate and whatever else is going on, will probably seek to address the concerns uh, proactively, and uh, we won't even have to call it a settlement because it'll probably just just do the right thing with regards to whatever this is. It's actually uh, every, I don't think the EU has ever proactively investigated any company. I could, I'm probably totally wrong on that, but from my perspective, following mm-hmm. big tech, uh, it's always complaints, you know, yeah. some company you've never heard of from like someplace in Europe will say, Hey, Microsoft, uh, Microsoft's me and Microsoft, you know, but in this case, interestingly, there were I think there were four companies that had complained over time about whatever this issue is. I don't even completely understand it, but I think it's basically the issue is Azure is big and we are small. Um, I don't know. Anyway, 
expect partnerships and stuff like that. I think this one goes away. We'll see. I'm not. You had so much fun stuff to get to first. Yeah, like the I, CU uh, Microsoft Teams Office thing. Yeah. yeah. Right, that's juicy. Like mm -hmm. this is the cloud stuff. It's like, ugh, like who cares? Yeah, I don't know. Well, I don't know. Yeah, it depends what they find. It, for, if I vaguely recall, there were some complaints complaints around licensing. I remember not long ago, Microsoft was charging competitors different fees for things like SQL Server oh, and stuff like that. Classic, and, classic Microsoft playbook. Mm -hmm. Now they just—it's like you're listening to an oldie station now. You know, they just—they're not even coming up with oh, new yeah. stuff. Yeah, like they have two business plans in the back. The one, it's like, let's just get right. through regulatory stuff. And it's like, we're out. And it's like, get the black book. And like, yeah, that's where just yeah, like yeah. all the <laughs> right. win at all costs. We're going to call a fixer in Poland to take care of this problem. Oh, God. <laughs> Still starting to sound like a Steven Seagal movie. <laughs> With just about as much action. Um, yeah. Well, and I trust. It's fine. If that's not enough great news for you. Mm-hmm. Phone link is now available for iOS on everybody. Um, yes. Yeah. Yep. We're delighted to be have to edit the book again, so that's good. I'll be looking at that today. Um, <laughs> I did verify that I have it on my system. I, I've been looking all, all along um, to see if I could use this thing, and it's never come up with. Oh, actually, on this computer, it still says iPhone coming soon. Um, cool. Yeah. No, I checked on the computer. I needed to be on. It's it's working. Um, but yeah, this is the. Yeah, this is the trouble with saying Microsoft releases. It's possible I just have that. No, I don't have an app update. I don't mm. know what's going on. Whatever. This is how these things go down. Sure. Actually, you know what? Excuse me. Let me. I bet the problem is I don't think this computer has um, Bluetooth and you need Bluetooth for this to work. My computer doesn't have Bluetooth. It's a desktop computer. Yeah, actually, when you, it says coming soon, but when you mouse over it, it says to connect your iPhone, your PC must have Bluetooth. Somewhere in the boxes you can't see over there, or whatever they are, bins, I have a little Bluetooth dongle I could break out, you know. You could. Anyway, that's I'll something to look it. for, guys. I guess if you're using a desktop computer, you're like, huh, I really want to use this. How come I can't? You need Bluetooth. I feel like most computers have Bluetooth these days. It feels yeah, like, I'm, yeah, I know. No, I listen. Most uh, here's another thing: most computers have today, a USB C port. What are you on an Amiga? Like what sort of? No, I, no, so this is no, dude. This I wrote about this at one point. It's 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 a crazy combination of ports. This is a like a workstation class desktop thing. Mm -hmm. It has six Display Port outs, uh, four on a card, which are the old what I would think of as Thunderbolt 2 style, like mm -hmm. with, the, I don't know how to describe it, small. It's, I think it's just called mini DisplayPort. And then two of them are the bigger, you know, the more common DisplayPort. It does have one USB-C port, but it's on the front. It's not on the back. And it, But the one on the front doesn't support like DisplayPort or any of the stuff. So I, oh. I can't connect a USB-C monitor to it. I, it doesn't, it's like 2023, guys. Like what's going on here? Anyway, I, I know. It does have, dedicated graphics i can play games on it no problem like it's it's pretty good yeah you just can't connect modern peripherals can't do normal that's... computer stuff <laughs> you know, it's like, i know I, I can't explain it it just is what it is it has quadro rtx 3000 graphics i don't even know what I mean, that means it's fairly high-end gpu yeah i mean i think it's oriented for workstation purposes not oh yeah if it's, good, if it's doing that that's more of like the ai computational yeah. sort of gpu yeah whatever but... yeah 
I use it to play Halo. <laughs> I was like, what's the most expensive way I could play Halo? Yeah, that's yeah. you're getting there. I think there's a new NVIDIA one that's it's above that now. But oh no, I'm sure this is a year old. It's not even yeah. It's not, it's not newer. Anymore. Oh yeah, it's a year old. You should probably just burn it in the backyard for scrap. <clears throat> As I podcast from a computer that's running a chip that won't even support Windows 11. <laughs> that's right. I use it was a Surface Book. Two, one, service. Well, this is a book three. And then, uh, oh, some kind of desktop computer. Yeah, over there, it's a 6700K. It's a fine CPU. It's sort of like I, the. Uh, uh, say, sorry, what generation? Uh, sixth? I yeah. Think. I don't think I ever told you this, but when as part of our move, we had to sell, give away, whatever, a bunch of stuff. And one don't of Don't hurt th- me. Don't. No, no, it's not going to hurt you. It's oh. just, you'll, you'll just have some vague connection to it. That's all. Um, we had that podcast studio in our house in Dedham mm-hmm. two houses ago. And the computer I used down there to do what you're doing, mm-hmm. which was a desktop computer, which back in the day was really nice. It was like an HP E, you know, whatever class. It was a really nice tower um, I gave to a friend here. Um, but it was a fifth generation Core i7. Mm. And I don't remember the state. I mean, it might have had... I don't know. It doesn't matter what I had, but I'm sure it was a physical hard drive, obviously. And um, anyway, that was yeah. So one of the one of the things I did as part of us getting out of here was I went through all of the boxes I had boxed up to come here with all the podcasting stuff, which had sat in my cellar for six years. And uh, I asked George at one point, like, "Hey, do you want any of this stuff? I mean, I'm never going to use any of it." And he was like, "Just hold on to it." And I was like, "All right." I thought you were going to say we sold the house and got rid of it all. Tenth gen <laughs> chips at Goodwill or something. Well, we had a nice uh, video camera. Remember? Well, you might not yeah. remember. You didn't see this stuff, but I mean, it was like a video, like a camera. Yeah, no, I've got one sitting around here somewhere. A lot of lights and stuff like that. But we we found some local studio place that wanted it. So, yeah, the PC I'm on now is like a Buick Grand National. It's high performance, classic, a little dated. Yeah. Yeah. Nice.